You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. What's happening, beautiful people? It's your boy DJ Reminisce. Welcome, one, welcome, all of Desi Beats. I'm Duke Walotonopiapari. Sasirikal, Namaste, Tislam. And you're listening to the podcast for the ages where I play music that I really, really like and I talk about things that are important to me. Hopefully, you guys will like the same things too. We got a wicked show for you guys today, man. Um, just before I started recording this, I had the opportunity to listen to the Brit, the British Asian music debate on the BBC, where Bobby Friction was, you know, talking about what's happening with the British Asian music scene, and he had a whole bunch of guests on there. And I'm just gonna chime in on that and give you kind of my perspective. It was a very entertaining show. A lot of cool things were said, so we'll go through that. But before we get to that, let's get into the the uh, hot record of the week. Like you know, we start to show off every week with this. This one is a dope record, man. Zoranda was brand new record with Dr. Zeus. This one is called Dunge right here on This Beats. Check it out, man. Hot record of the week.
locked into this piece. Alrighty, fam. So let's get right into it. Um, the British Asian Music Debate, which was, um, you know, held by the BBC Asian Network, Bobby Friction. Those of you, you know, are in the Punjabi game, obviously know, well, should know who Bobby Friction is. Um, what he's been doing for the British Punjabi music, you know, culture has been, you know, instrumental. Um, he had a bunch of guests from like Dips Bamra to A and R folks, True School. Um, you know, everyone you could think of was there for the debate, and it was this was earlier today um, that I was listening to this. Now, if you want to go catch a glimpse of this and go revisit this, you can always go to the BB Asian, BBC Asian Network.co.uk to have a listen to it. I'm just going to touch up on a few points. Um, overall, I thought, you know, having the conversation was fantastic. Um, you know, it's needed, but um, my fear is that this is the only time they're going to have this discussion. I know there was talk about you know, writing a manifesto or something after that where each individual is going to write one line and kind of give their two cents, which is cool, I guess. Um, how much of that is going to be taken seriously, I don't honestly don't know. Um, the other thing, too, is, you know, to go into the conversations, um, True School and Dami, who is a great writer from the UK, had some valid points about um, how this next generation... Is not really picking up an instrument like a tol or tumbi or vajja and actually learning Punjabi music at its grassroots. And I totally understand where he's coming from. And I think um, if you want that aspect of that type of music to be prevalent, then yeah, totally. I mean, you should. I mean, me personally, Mar Harmonium Sakya, Ovi Gudwara Dwecha, and then also had, uh, you know, Stad here, Apama Canadian, who's, in my opinion, one, one of the greatest vocalists coming out of Canada, who's virtually not even known. I learned from him for a couple of years as well. I'm not saying I'm great, man. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no wicked vajja player because I haven't picked a vajja up in like, you know, months, years, right? But I'm just saying, like, I, I tried to do what I could to learn because that's what I wanted to learn because for me, the incentive was different. Today's day and age, kid, like my girls, I don't know if they want to learn harmonium. Um, I doubt it. I'm not, I mean, she learns piano, right? But that's not to say that she's not going to make Punjabi, Bhangra music, um, what her version is. So I think there's a disconnect of what was happening back in the 90s and what you should learn to what is what's happening today and what you should learn. You understand what I'm saying? Because you also got to remember the music is now, you know, it's it's sampled versus being played in most cases. You know what I mean? Not only that, but the way records are being produced is not the same as how they were produced, say, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? With live instrumentation. I'm not saying that's not happens. That doesn't happen today in Punjab or India or in the UK. I'm just saying as a normal practice, I, I don't know, I doubt it. I mean, a lot of stuff is sample based, a lot of it's hip hop, a lot of it's, you know, like strings and like contact and software and stuff. I think that's the world is going. It's gone to a virtual, um, you know, reality in terms of music being created. And, and it is what it is. That's the market. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't fight something, which is the inevitable, which is the evolution of music and how it's created, how it's administered and how listeners are actually listening to it. And I think that's where the major gap between what the UK was doing and where UK is now is that whoever was there just never really learned to adapt and take advantage of what was coming in front of them. They didn't, they didn't learn fast enough. They didn't embrace it quick enough. Because I remember when iTunes came out, um, we were so late in the game, so late in the game. And, um, you know, and, and you suffer from that. So there's that one aspect of uh, the conversation, which I thought was really interesting. It's some great valid points. But again, I'm coming at it from a different perspective where I'm talking about what's good now and what you need to do in five years from now. You know what I mean? Because the way music is listened to is not how it's listened to today. Not by long shot. Like Sook from Simply Pangarao, a good friend of mine, he came on. You know, well, I wish he had more time, to be honest with you. He was on for like 30 seconds and he literally like said the line of the whole thing. Whereas like, listen, I haven't bought music in five years. Nobody's buying music. No one's going to buy music. Where there's a couple of people on there saying, well, you know, people need to go out and spend 79p uh, for an iTunes single. That's not how things are growing. That's not, see what I mean by being stuck in those old ways? That's not how music is being, you know, listened to today. It's all about streaming. So that's where you got to focus on is figure out where everyone's going to, what the fashion is, and kind of adhere to that. You know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about more about this. Let's get back to the music, y'all. Um, this is Desi Beats. 
ਡ੍ਰੀਮ ਵਿੱਚ ਜੀਂਦਾ ਸਕੂੜੀ ਐ ਵੇ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਵੜ ਗਈ ਐ ਫ੍ਰੀ ਵਿੱਚ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕੰਟਰੋਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਾ ਗਈ ਐ ਫਲੋ ਵਿੱਚ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਮੈਂ ਬਾਲੀਵੁੱਡ ਦੇ ਸੀਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਜੀ ਐਸ ਆਵਰ ਇਲੈਕਟ੍ਰਿਕ ਨੱਚਦੀ ਵੇ ਜਦੋਂ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਲੱਗਦੀ ਮੈਜੈਸਟਿਕ ਕੁਆਲਿਟੀ ਵੇ ਸ਼ੇ ਕੁੜੀ ਐ ਤੂੰ ਐ ਫੈਂਟੈਸਟਿਕ ਕਿਚਦੀ ਐ ਕਾਲ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਲੱਗਦੀ ਅਟਰੈਕਟਿਵ ਸੋ ਸਦਰਦੀ ਇੱਕ ਤੇਰਾ ਹਾਸਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਾ ਸਮਾਈਲ ਪਤਾ ਚੱਲ ਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਬਣ ਗਈ ਐ ਮਾਈਨ ਬੀਟ ਉਤੇ ਨੱਚਿਆ ਤੂੰ ਵਾਈਨ ਐਂਡ ਡਾਈਨ ਇਨੀ ਤੂੰ ਐਕਸਕਲੂਸਿਵ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਮੇਰਾ ਸਟਾਈਲ ਐ ਨਾ ਜਾਮੀ ਵੇ ਤੂੰ ਫਾਸਟ ਐਂਡ ਆ ਪਲੇਅ ਸਲੋ ਮੋ ਤੂੰ ਕਰੀ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਪਿਆਰ ਬਟ ਕੀਪ ਇਟ ਔਨ ਦ ਲੋ ਵੀ ਇੱਕ ਤੇਰੀ ਚਾਲ ਵੇ ਮਮਾ ਮਾਈਨ ਬਲੋ ਤੂੰ ਕਰ ਗਈ ਮਰਡਰ ਔਨ ਦ ਡਾਂਸ ਫਲੋਰ ਜਿਨ 
Um, the, one of the funniest moments um, of the debate was uh, the question came about, about ladies and you know there's how come there's no movement of ladies in the Pangana music industry and there's one um, I can't remember what her title was but her name was Jasmine I think she's a writer blogger but she's mainly in the, the mainstream scene and she was talking about how um, this, you know there's a lot of sexism in the um, in the in the music industry right now uh, but the women are there and you know to prove her point she's like you know every conversation that i come to regarding Pangana music industry she goes why is it the women only talk about um why is there any women in the industry you know there's because she came on about third or fourth you know uh panel in to the conversation and she's like why wasn't i part of the first panel when we're talking about artists and this and that and you know she she hit the nail on the head in the sense and totally put bobby friction in his place which i thought was really funny um but you know she had some valid points you know like it's about uh you know you got to create a movement you you got to create a vibe and um you know secondly the whole thing about asian women in the industry is is true there's just not enough um regarding her statements i i don't think they're true as much i would say they used to be 10 years ago because you got people like and Dips Parma nailed it on the head. You got people like Pooja, who's a, he's a millionaire because of the music industry. Um, she's an entertainer. You got people like Nimrod Kara right now. You've got, you know, Jasmine Salinas, who's killing the industry. So the women are there. We just need more of it. You know what I mean? And they've got the platform to do whatever they want. It's just a matter of having the product. And like Dip said over and over again, right, is you got to be an entertainer. That's the thing. That's what people want to see. People don't care if you're black, blue, green. It don't matter, man. They want to know if you can entertain. And if I'm pay- if I'm paying to come see you or hear you, you better make sure that I'm getting my money's worth. You understand what I'm saying? Now, the other part about creating a movement is really important. Really important. And there isn't a you know there isn't the best like this is the best time in the world especially especially if you're in the uk to create a movement and i'm not talking stupid movements like bourbon was okay which was ridiculous i'm talking about real movements like for example you know we've got a great desi hardcore urban you know like hip-hop scene with like great lyricists like musevala a record i'll play in a few minutes and then you've got uh, you know, productions like hip hop, like trap produ- producers, like you know, Big Bird, just killing tracks right now um, in 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 Canada and North America, and they've created a movement. So every time their record gets played, it's like I'm a, I'm a brown boy, you know what I mean? And that is the whole point. That's a movement that they're trying to create. That's branding they're trying to create. No one in the UK is creating a brand. Nobody is creating a brand. Brand. You know, the, the last people, in my opinion, to create a brand in the UK was the Richie Rich Project. What they were doing, the way they were dressed, the way the look and feel, the records. Prior to that was probably B21. So no one's creating a movement. So because there's no one creating a movement now, now's the golden opportunity to create a movement or a vibe or a brand. You, it's so doable right now because people don't know what the fuck is going on and you would you would absolutely crush it if you played your cards right. So, yeah, you know what? The, the whole theory about Pangara is dying. Sure, whatever. But that doesn't mean a version of it can't be resurrected. But things are different now, man. It's all about social media. As much as people... Like, anyone in the industry today dogs social media and says it's stupid and social media killed Pangara music, get the fuck out of the game, man, because you have no idea what you're talking about. Honestly, that's the old regime... You know, I'd heard it on today's show uh, on that uh, British music debate. And I'm just shaking my head going, you guys have no idea what you're talking about, right? The market is what the market is. You've heard me say this many times. The market is, I repeat, what the market is. 
you have zero control of it. So instead of fighting about it, crying about it, adopt to it, figure out what you need to do and just get shit done at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Create the movement. Ladies, you have the path. You just got to come up with your music, be an entertainer. And that's in general, right? Pangara, you know, for Pangara music industry, there's no real entertainers left. Right? Gurdasman's an entertainer. Diljit is an entertainer. Right? There, that's what we're missing is that pizzazz on stage, that entertainmentship. And that's what we need in the Pangara music industry, especially in the UK, in my opinion. But yeah, man, that was pretty much the British Asian music debate. Let's get into the music, man. Uh, this is Desi Beach, y'all. I'm 
Fam, let's get into some uh, relationship talk, man. I don't know why you guys want me to talk about this stuff. Trust me, man. I ain't no like love expert, but I guess it's funny. Since I've started talking about this stuff, I've had more messages uh, from people asking me to help them. Well, I, I think help is a poor choice of words to give them my take on what I would do. And I'm not sure why, but fine if that's what you guys want to hear that's what you guys want to hear so i got this weird message i don't want to read out the name or anything but basically all i got was you know why is my girlfriend such a bitch i do so much for her and she can't even be nice about it and blah 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 listen you know what i don't think arbitrarily your girlfriend wants to be difficult so you gotta ask yourself two questions what are you doing to make you know to get her so pissed off where you think she's being a bitch that's the first thing because it takes two to tango 
right? Second of all, you know what? Like, have you actually sat down and talked to her and like find out what the real sort of guts of the situation is? Maybe she's going through some shit. You don't know, right? The problem is, you know, we're quick to point out when someone is being like an asshole to us, but no one really wants to go dig deep and figure out why. Maybe, maybe there's something that she needs from you. Maybe there's something you're not providing for her. You know what I mean? And on the flip side, I get all this all the time. Why are such guys assholes? I remember, it's a funny story. Actually. I remember being in school. This is way back, man. I was at college. And I don't know why, man. Like, it just, girls would always want advice from me. I don't know. Anyways, so this girl would come up to me, you know, who I knew. I can't remember her name. And she'd be like, you know what, I'm in, like, why, why is my boyfriend such a bastard? He's such a prick and blah, blah, blah. And I turn around and said to her, it's probably because you're being a bitch. All right and she turned around and she thought about it for a second she goes you know what i think you're probably right and that was it she went in she figured out what you know she needed to change she figured out what you know he needed to change and that's pretty much it the problem is nowadays is a lot of the couples don't want to do that they think you know i'm me and that's how it is and she's got to learn to like that and vice versa the girls like fuck that guy man like this is who i am i don't want anyone tell me what to do and blah 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 that's not how relationships work I'm sorry, man, but it's not about you versus him or someone's trying to change you or someone's trying to change him. A relationship is based on the best of both worlds. Like, you are still you, but at the same time, you need to, you know, think about what the other person wants and cater to their needs as well. You know what I mean? It's a relationship. It's not a solo ship. You understand what I'm saying? That's the, the, the biggest problem I see with you fucking kids right now, man, is the fact that you lack patience right and you have an exit strategy before you even get into a goddamn relationship there's an exit strategy i never had that you know what me and wifey been married 17 plus years do you think it was a you know do you think it was all you know glory no hell no right there's days where she wanted to kick my ass and throw me out of the house right but you know what i i change you learn you adapt if you if you really you know think about the relationship in a way where it's you know absolutely critical for you it's important to you you love your significant other or your girlfriend or boyfriend whatever it is then that relationship will come first if that relationship doesn't come first and you're worried about yourself just get the fuck out of the relationship because you're just going to ruin it i'm telling you now right relationship you two need to work together you both need to change you need to grow and honestly f everybody else no one else matters but do you kids have the patience for that sort of stuff now? Percentage-wise, I have no idea. From what I'm seeing out there, not really. But, you know, I'm hoping you guys prove me wrong. Let's get into the uh, old-school record of the week, guys. This one is by a group called The Flex. The record's called Hania. This is the old-school record of the week right here on Desi Beach, y'all.
के बखारे बिल्लू चाच के बखारे Fam, let's get into the shameless promotions. www.djreminis.com is the website. Make sure you guys go check that out. Holla at your boy. All the contact information is there. You can email me from there. Um, all the podcasts are there. All the track listings are there. Everything you need to know about me is there. So make sure you goes. Uh, make sure you guys go check that out. You can also email me. I am djreminis at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. I love all the. Uh, you know all the stuff you send me <laughs> even though it's all relationship based but hey it's all good man i mean if you find value out of it it's all good to me you know what i'm saying but uh you can also catch me on facebook facebook.com slash the reminisce message me on there too please if you feel you know that's a great place to contact me i'm always uh you know happy to talk to you on there as well again on facebook um i have all the podcasts all the track listings everything is there as well um you can also catch me on social media at almond reminisce is my twitter handle um i'm very active on there it's my favorite social media platform so if you're on twitter feel free to say hi you know what i'm saying uh, what else uh you can catch me on uh, snapchat at almond penisa you can also catch me on instagram at almond penisa i'm also on youtube where i teach people how to do the exact same thing that i'm doing right now podcast mixing mastering all that cool stuff the technical side of making music that's at youtube.com slash the dj reminisce and if you want to catch a glimpse into my daily life i'm a daily vlogger as well on youtube youtube.com slash 
I'm with Ipanissa and I've, you know, I vlog every single day. I haven't missed a day in three years. So you kind of see what I look like and catch a glimpse into my life, like I said. But yeah, man, like I say every single week, man, never forget your roots. Always stay close to your culture. I had a blast this week, man. It was such a good show, especially of talking about Pongara and the culture and stuff like that. Hopefully, um, the UK uh, does its thing and uh, starts uh, getting to a point where there's a huge revival. I'm hoping, you know, that happens sooner than later. But yeah, man, make sure you guys party hard. Stay safe. I'm your boy, DJ Reminis. Until next weekend, y'all. Peace out.
Martin C'est de Moussaïala موسیقی Every time I'm in your city, take a photo, baby. I wear my heart on my sleeve like a logo, baby. Niggas try to take me out, that's a no-go, baby. I'm taking shots at your head like a GoPro, baby. Let me tell you why these other niggas crazy. I ain't never been surfing, but I'm wavy. All the way from beats, I'm the Surrey man. I know you heard of us. We're still through on the track, man. They call us murderers. You are now in the mix with your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce. 